0: Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work, when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. Welcome back to the podcast, sis. I know I have been away for quite a bit of time, but as you guys know, whenever I take these breaks, there's usually something that is happening that's incredible, and this time is no different. If you've been following me for at any point since the last three months, I have launched or relaunched I would say Tech Girls Code Academy and you've probably seen that and the reason why I say it's a relaunch is because if you were following me at the very beginning at least back in December 2020 you know that I launched Tech Girls Code Academy then and of course it is not today what it was then and so Um, more details on that on the podcast coming later. But that's what I've been doing. The Tech Girls Code Academy launched February 1st, and I have been knee deep in that. Um, I also have been part of another amazing opportunity, which I plan on telling you guys about at the end of this episode. So that's where I have been. I have been knee deep in that. Of course, I've been doing all the things, the mom things, the wife things, and just having a normal life like many of you. But the other recent update is that I have completely walked away from higher education once again. And I have wholly decided this time to focus upon Tech Girls Code Academy and the mission that I have to bring more women into software development. And it's amazing to talk about that being that today is International Women's Day. And so today, I really wanted to give a special episode for the women who are interested in getting into software development. Because as you guys know, Tech Girls Code is my heart. And my mission with that is to help career-changing women transition into tech by confidently learning to code. And as I always say, many believe that getting a developer job is the end goal. And while you do want to get a stable developer job, you do want to make sure you're going on that job and you are confident about what you are doing in the code base. And so that is what I help women with and If you want to learn more about Tech Girls Code Academy, feel free to reach out. I'm Tech Girls Code all over social media. But today, I really wanted to get into how women can confidently learn to code. And like I said, I believe that um, being that today is International Women's Day, software development is one of the things that really discourages me uh, with the percentage of women. And the first thing I'll even say is computer science in general, I saw a recent statistic that 19% of women who get into computer science or got into computer science, um, I believe it was in a recent year, actually graduated with computer science degrees. And I thought to myself, I would say that's probably about right, because even in my own experience, um, I was the only female graduate Um, in my bachelor's program. Granted, there were two of us, (laughs) but of course the other one was male. But that also goes to show you that around that time, a lot of women were not um, even trying to get into computer science. And even in my master's level program, there were only, I believe, about three women that were graduating that same day with me and I believe it was a total of 10 graduates and I was the only American student and if you haven't heard my um, graduate school episode that's episode three um, I highly recommend you go listen to that episode because there's some amazing nuggets on that as well but like I said even though I'm not surprised it's still not the best percentage and so I also recently found that 28% 28.7% Twenty-eight point seven percent actually are women in software development altogether right now, and just like I shared, you know, before in the past on social media, I don't believe that's enough. I definitely believe to at least we can get that percentage much much higher. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be a hundred percent, but I believe that if we can at least get that percentage to be about equal, fifty percent. Um, or even a little more. Um, I believe that's okay. But I would say at least so we can get that to about 50% of women, um, I'd feel a lot better about it. Because, you know, not to say that men are not important, because they are. Everyone is important in this world. And, you know, there are some people that even tell me with the work that I'm doing, that I discriminate against men, because I choose not to um, teach men how to code. But Let's just be honest here. Number one, if you guys know my background, I was in higher ed for six years and even taught boot camp for a little while. In both of those situations, I was required to teach men and I have no problem teaching men. How to code if they want to learn, wanted to learn from me in that aspect. But when I stepped away from higher ed, not only did I really want to put an emphasis on how we learn to code, but I also wanted to help more women get into this because I believe one of the reasons why their confidence is low is because there's not many of us. And i just want to be real and say while there are some of us there's not many of us now there are more of us emerging and i am so grateful for that and i believe it's due to the resources and things that we have available these days but i will say that it's not many of us we definitely do need more of us and in this episode if you are a woman who is looking to learn to code I really want you to pay attention because this is going to really help you get started on a right path. Now, I've done episodes in the past on how to break into tech, um, how to know what tech career is right for you. Um, I've even done a past episode on learning to code. Episode six on this podcast is one of my most popular episodes on here where I just dive deep into although tech is more than coding if you want to learn to code there's some things to consider and episode six and seven really go into that but in this episode i really want to give you the framework on how to do that and so Let's just jump right into it. So the very first thing that you really want to do is you really want to work on your mindset. If you haven't listened to episode 41 yet on the podcast, I talk about how to think like a coding master. And it's not so much that you are a coding master right from the beginning to where you already know how to do all these things in coding in various languages. What it means is that you learn how to embody the attitude of a coding master, because, you know, God, you guys know, I am a big believer. um, And you guys know that my faith is important to me. And I know in Proverbs, it talks about how a man thinks, so is he. And I believe it's the same for women as well. So when you think that you can do something or you think you can't do something, you are absolutely correct. And I believe that's actually a famous quote is if you whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Don't remember who said it, but um, what I really want you to know is that anything that you believe you can achieve, and I know that may sound cliche, but it is absolutely true. If you believe that you're not going to be a developer, then you're not going to be a developer. If you believe that you're going to struggle learning to code, you will. If you believe that coding is hard, it will be. If you believe all of these negative things about learning to code, that's going to be your reality. And so the very first step that a woman, especially if you are changing careers from a completely different industry, that's not technical. The first mindset that you really have to think about is the fact that you can do this. And just because you are coming from another industry doesn't mean that you can't. And so the first thing that you really have to tackle is that mindset, because that is the bread and butter to being a confident coder. There's no way that you can be confident if you're always thinking about how you think that you're not going to be able to do something, especially if you're paying a lot of attention to these YouTube coders that say they coded in three months. And just to be honest, while I believe that some of them are actually telling the truth, because I do believe it's possible to learn to code and get a job after three months, you really have to think about this one thing. Number one, what was their lifestyle like? Did they have kids? You know, are they married? Do they have a really extensive job that causes them to work long hours, more than likely not if they're learning in three months. Most people who learn to code in three months, they don't have families, they don't have you know, spouses, they don't have jobs that make them work extra, extra, extra long hours. And so many of them have had to leave their full-time jobs and focus in on a full-time boot camp. Or something that's really got them focusing on coding full time. And if that's not your reality, don't feel bad. Don't believe that you can't do this if that's not your reality. Because really, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just that most of us have to get creative with those 24 hours. And so one of the key mindsets a lot of times that keeps people back is that Because another person learned to code in a shorter time than them, then they believe they can't do it. One of the most common ones as well is just because you don't have a technical background, you believe that you can't. And a lot of times these are rooted in what somebody else said, what somebody else did that probably didn't have a technical career in the past and failed. Now you believe that you're going to fail too. And so what we have to do is we have to get out of that mindset and really position ourselves with our minds to move forward in the career that we desire. And so that's the first thing that you need to do. The second thing to do is. You need to learn how your current career can help you become a software developer. I actually have a podcast episode where I did talk about this, and I will definitely also link these in the show notes to make it easier for you to reference those episodes. But I also have a past episode that I talk about this, and so many people believe that because they are in a different career that they can't get into coding, but the reality is... That's what makes you unique. I used to tell my computer science students a lot of the time, you're getting ready to graduate. You know, when spring and May came around, I would always say, you're getting ready to graduate. And when you graduate, there's going to be so many other people who graduate with you. What's going to make you stand out? More people graduate with a computer science degree, the exact same degree every year in May or sometimes December, depending on what school it is. But nonetheless, they all graduate with a computer science degree, whether that's bachelor or master's or even PhD. What makes you stand out from all of those candidates? And if you're not able to answer that, you will most likely not get the job. So that's something to really think about and a lot of people don't realize that their past experience in other industries can really help them become a software developer. I actually just learned about a flight attendant who a former former flight attendant if you will, um, who is now a software engineer that basically said the skills that she learned, from her flight attendant career, helped her become a software engineer. And there's another episode about a mom of four um, who, you know, had a very, very tough experience in life and realized that coding could help her to achieve some of her career dreams. And so she decided to um, take on coding and now she is a software developer. So you just never know what can happen for you. But if you believe that your current career is a hindrance to you, that's going to slow you down. So the second thing that you have to remember and even believe is that your current career is going to make you unique. And that's actually going to help you become a developer in this space. Now, the third thing that you have to understand is you have to really be able to understand that your mission and vision is important. So many people start telling you to learn to code without doing this. Now, the reason why that's dangerous is because having a coding career is more than just learning the language. It's not just about getting the job. It's not just about learning the language. It's about what learning those skills and this job is going to be able to afford you to have or afford you to do or afford you to be. For example, when I became a tech content creator, I was still working in higher ed, but I will tell you that there are a lot of opportunities that came my way as a tech content creator, more so than it did as a higher ed professional. Just being a higher ed professional was the thing that helped me be foundational and helped me to have credibility in the spaces that I walked into, but Being a tech content creator was what opened those doors. And so for the same for you, you have to really think about what is gonna be your purpose and what's gonna be your vision for what you are going to do when you have this career. And even when you have this career, actually even before you get this career, you've gotta think about this because many people say, you know after they've acquired their hard skills of coding, one of the most common things that I hear is, well, I can't find a dev job. Probably the, I would say the number one reason why you can't find a job is because you are trying to apply to so many different jobs at once. And you haven't considered this, the company's mission and vision. And I have a podcast episode that was earlier and on that episode, even, I talk about how I talk about how um, you know, we tend to not realize that in our interviews, we're not standing out because we don't actually answer the questions based on how we can help the company. And so when you are really focused on how you can help the company, that's what's going to help you get that job. And the way that you can really focus in and see how you can help that company is really not only understanding what your mission and vision is, which is the foundation of this, but also understanding what the company's mission and vision is and seeing if they align and match. And if they align or match in some way, that's probably a place that you could work. And so... When you see a great job description, you really want to make sure that not only you fit the job description pretty well, but that you go and you look up the company and you see what is their mission and vision? What do they believe? Because you can easily find yourself working at a great dev job, but the company values don't align with who you are. And a lot of people miss this step. When they are trying to find jobs and so when they keep getting rejected from jobs they think it's because it has something to do with their coding skills and usually 99 of the time it's because they haven't found a company that really aligns with their personal values because even in your current career one of the reasons why you're probably thinking about changing careers is because where you currently are, doesn't really align with who you are. Maybe it's stressing you out. Maybe it doesn't really have a great mission or company mission that you really care about or really align with and want to continue moving forward. And so you realize that it's time for you to do something different. And so while that may be the case in your current career, it's just as easy for that to be the case in the new coding career that you get as well. And so many people are not talking about this, but you can set yourself up for so much um, so much failure if you don't consider this. So in order to prevent this, really think about what your mission and your vision is. And then once you do that, you can now figure out what companies align with those. Once you're ready to start applying, that's the thing that you start figuring out with those companies. But the reason why you also want to create your own mission and vision before you start coding is, number one, you've got to know where you're going. For example, if you don't know when you want to get a coding job, you're going to be very demotivated to even start because it's going to feel like you have ages to do it. But I will tell you, you do not have ages to achieve your dreams. So your goals do not care how you feel in a day. If you're not feeling motivated, if you're not feeling like you want to code, if you're not feeling like you want to take the time to open up your computer and you know go through another um, program or course or whatever it is, time one day is going to expire. And if you don't have a vision that's clear enough, that really outlines when you want to get your job, what it is that you want to be doing, where you want to be, all of those types of things, where you even want to live, all those things matter, right? All those things matter when you're making that decision. If you don't take that time to really hone in on that vision, you won't get started. But that mission Is what is going to keep you grounded when it does get hard. That mission is the why you are pursuing what it is that you are pursuing. And so when you have both of those in place, that will truly give you the confidence to keep going and to pursue your dream in the amount of time that you have allotted during that vision. And then now that you have got your mindset in check, you know, you know, what career you're getting into, you know how your current career is going to help you become a developer, and you've got your mission and vision in place. Um, and during this time, you even can learn how to figure out how to code as well, or what language that you're going to learn. Okay, now is the time you know you can really start thinking about that, because so many people say, "Well, just go ahead and learn a programming language and just start with that," and that's terrible advice too, because You can start learning a programming language, then realize you don't really need to learn that language because the thing you really want to do requires you to learn another language and now you've been set back three months because you were spending time learning Python when you should have been learning HTML and CSS because you're trying to get into web development. So think about what you really want to get into that area or your career that you really want to get into once you have decided that, which your current career can help you with that. Um, Skills from your current career can help you figure out what dev career you need. And then from there, you'll be able to figure out what language you get. Once you have now figured out the language that you're going to do, you got your mission and vision in place, you are solid in how your current career can help you stand out and your mindset is in check, now you're ready to start coding. And that may seem like a lot of steps before you get to Hello World, but I assure you that you will be so much more appreciative by doing these steps first before you actually write any line of code or your next line of code if this is something that you didn't decide to do before you started learning the code one of the reasons why people tend to be very demotivated when they start learning to code is because they haven't done these foundational steps. They're not coding from any substance. They're just typing in lines of code because somebody told them that this is what they're supposed to do. And this is how the language works. And this is the first statement that you write. And, you know, people get demotivated after they write their first print line statement of hello world because they haven't done these foundational steps and so they don't even know why they're doing this language in the first place. They just know someone said go ahead and start it or they just know someone said it's popular or it's trending or it's in demand. But I want to tell you just because something is popular, trending, or in demand doesn't mean that it should be popular, trending, or in demand for you as an individual. So you have to do that foundational step of going through those things that I talked about before getting to your first line of code because that's going to help you stay solid as you are learning. So that's what I want to encourage you guys to think about. And those are the steps that I want to give you. So ladies, if you are one who you believe needs to be in software development. And it's something that you've tried to get in for a long time, maybe it has been difficult for you, maybe um, you have been trying and failing for many years or many experiences and you just haven't figured out how to really learn and, and really get yourself on the right track toward your career or if you're somebody who's brand new to coding, you have no idea how to do any kind of lines of code, yet you haven't even tried to learn to code. I want to invite you guys to take my free five-day Code with Confidence Challenge. And in this challenge, what we're going to do is we're going to go through exactly all the steps in detail that I just told you about. We're going to go deep into your mindset. We're going to really dive deep into what it is that you're going to need to know about how your current career can help you become a developer. We're really really going to figure out what programming language you need to learn. We're also going to figure out your top skills that will help you. We're also going to... Um, Really nail down your mission and vision to where it's clear so that you know exactly what that is. No matter what situation comes up, your mission can keep you grounded and your vision can keep you moving forward. And I'm also going to teach you my three-step process, my famous three-step process for learning to code, which is my coding trifecta. And if you were listening to this podcast and you're wondering about... How can I do all of those things that she's talking about in this podcast? Like I really need a guide for someone who can help me actually complete all of these steps. If that's you, you definitely want to get in on my free five day code with confidence challenge where I will teach you how to code even if you don't know what language to learn yet. So if you want more information about that, there's a link in the show notes that you can click on to um, join the f- a free five day challenge. Um, what I want you to do is click on that link and it will um, it may take a little bit to load. Sometimes just give it about 10 seconds if it takes a little bit to load. Um, but then what you want to do is put in your first name and your email, and you will be sent um, a confirmation email letting you know that you have been registered for the challenge, and I will personally reach out to you with next steps. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We will see you all in another week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlsco.com or leave me a podcast with you. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week sis, I'll talk to you then.